As you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to the latest episode of Dear Founder. I'm so beyond excited for you to meet today's guest. I am proud to say that I knew Jenny LaFleur when, and I'm so thankful to have had a front row seat to watch her start, create, and grow her business, Mama Fresh Shy, while never wavering from her true self. I first met Jenny when she was a customer of mine. We later went on to speak on a panel together at one of the events I was hosting for my own community. I turned to her during the panel and I said, girl, when are you getting your own talk show? Because when you do, I want to be one of your very first guests. And I meant it. Jenny LaFleur is a daughter of Chicago. You can find her on Instagram at Mama Fresh Shy. But she's not just known here in Chicago anymore. Jenny has national reach. She's a community builder, an advocate, an influencer, and mama to five-year-old OBQ and 11-month-old Jameson. Jenny has created a community with her brand, Mama Fresh, where the diversity in motherhood is celebrated every single minute of every single day. She's a resource for exploring the city with your little one, and her unique family programming has captured the attention from families and brands nationwide. Wait until you hear who she's worked with. Mama Fresh is all about taking a fresh approach to motherhood. Her mission behind her content is that she, is, she wants to be that mom friend you didn't know you needed. She wants mamas to know that they are not alone. And I will tell you, every mom and every woman needs a little bit of Jenny LaFleur every day of their life. So come on in. I can't wait for you to meet Jenny. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to see you. I am so excited. I'm so honored to be one of the first, part of this first group as you get on this new opportunity. Let me tell you something. You were one of the first people I thought of. And I want to tell you why, because it's so important. So honestly, you were one of the first people I thought of, because do you remember, I don't even know if you remember this, but the first time you and I sat on a panel together was at the bump club, like it was in at the, the mom's panel where it was like standing room only. We were on this panel together and you and I had like talked over Instagram before and talked over social media. And I think maybe like we had met in passing, but that was really the first day that like I met you, met you. And we were yeah. sitting there on this panel and I remember I turned to you at one point and I was like, girl, like you need a talk show. I was like, what, like, what are you doing being on this panel? You need to be moderating this panel and like moderating the world because that is truly how I felt about you. And that is how you make everyone feel like you are just so good at this and sharing your story and sharing everyone's stories and everyone needs to hear your story, period. So I I love it. And, you know, it's such a it's such an honor and it's, you know, everything happens in the right timing. And I think about, you know, I have received those compliments regarding like moderating panels and when I sit on panels. And I think what makes what makes me good at that is because I have less ego about it. Like, it's not about me at all. What I have been able to do is serve as a vehicle, a connector. I'm always describing myself as a plug. I'm the connector between what you need and how to get it. And I don't have all the answers and I, and that's okay. But I somehow can find somebody that might help you with the next step. And I do have the gift to make mothers take a deep breath 
This has happened numerous times. I was just out with coffee in my, at a neighborhood coffee shop and a girlfriend. I was having tea with a girlfriend and someone we knew from high school. We haven't seen her in years. And her son is going through sensory issues, you know, but she didn't have the words. And you know, and I, because you and I read so much because we're entrenched in this world. She's describing me things. And I go, oh, girl, that's sensory regulation. And it is a thing that's happening. There are OTs that are out. And she took a deep breath. She's like, what? I'm not the only one. She was getting ready to quit her job. She was getting ready to focus solely. And I'm like, there are people to help you. When she took that deep breath, that is my gift. Um, I can enable moms to take a deep breath. And you know, too, that like you, like me, I love connecting people. You are all about community. And I think oftentimes moms, and I know you focus on moms, but just people in general, mm-hmm to your point, don't take that breath and they don't take that step back. And instead they rush forward in, in a direction in, in a million different directions. And oftentimes they don't even know where they're going. Yeah. They need someone like you to point it out to them and to sit them down and say, Hey girl, like you gotta know, like, this is yeah. what, this is what is this is. And this is how I'm going to help you. And I, that's why I love what it is that you do. And so I want you first, before we get into anything, okay. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell our audience and tell me, even though I know I want to yep. hear it in your words, though, I want you to tell us what you do and how you got to where you are today. I am Jenny LaFleur, and I am also known as Mama Fresh Chicago or Mama Fresh. Um, I'm a daughter of Chicago. I am your friend that you didn't even know that you needed. But after five seconds of talking, you realize that you needed this in your life. And <laughs> what I do is I'm the connect. I'm the plug. I connect women. I connect women to resources and each other to figure out how to help them take the next steps. What I've started is a community that helps celebrate the diversity in motherhood. And diversity can look so many different ways. We uh, Motherhood is a journey and we all get here on our own path. And instead of that diversity being tolerated, meaning maybe you're the oldest mom in the room, but you're still invited, but the things are just taught to you in a different way. Instead of just tolerating, we're celebrating the diversity in our families, in motherhood, in our journeys. And I am letting you know that I see you. Not only do I see you, girl, I'm happy that you're here. Take us back. How did you get here? Because you weren't always just the daughter of Chicago. You weren't always mama fresh shy. And actually to that point, and, and something I want to talk about is like, you are not just mama fresh shy. You're mama fresh. What, and I think, too, like what you're doing transcends just the geographic region of Chicago, right? I mean, it's it's you're bringing people together all over this country, all over this world. And I, I want to know, how did you get here? And did you know you wanted to be here or did it like how did it happen? Because now it's like everywhere I turn, everyone knows who you are. <laughs> That's it's a, it, that's the case now. Yes, it's I mean, I especially like in our next, you know, I go to Target, someone hears my voice and they're like, I know your voice from TV. Where are you? Why are you in this Target? I'm like, of course, I'm still shopping. That's what a mask on is so funny. But I got here. I was in fashion before this. I worked in retail. And then after retail, I worked in wholesale. And the position before I started this, I was a sales manager. I was a West Coast sales manager. So from Ohio to California, from Alaska to Hawaii, I managed multiple showrooms. And When I chose to have, when we had our, when I got pregnant with my first son, I was 35. So we're just talking about the scale of when you think things should happen. I traveled a lot in my career and I'm talking 14 days, probably out of the month I was on the road. And so I traveled up to 36 weeks. I was in Vegas for six days after I was, I was 36 weeks pregnant. What was I trying to prove? But I was trying to prove that I still had it, that you could still count on me. And um, after that, I had my kid. And so I would travel Monday morning to Thursday. And then like so many other, I would do my expenses Friday morning. And then I would pick up my little one from daycare early on Friday. And I would try to pack as many events uh, and one-on-one bonding time with him that I can fit in, honestly, to make up for the mom guilt that I had for leaving him during those weeks. So I would, the thing that brought me comfort 
while I was in a Marriott in Oklahoma, was planning these events and planning to attend these different things all over the city with my child and my husband to build those memories. After I started doing it, I would share on Instagram and people would, how did you find these? How do you know what's going on in the city? And so that was my first time being a connector with the Mama Fresh. Why would just do these Friday picks to let people know what's going on in, in their city. After that, I was laid off because the world gets crazy and it was picking up a little bit more. And I got a nice severance package. This is me being honest. And I asked my husband, can I have the summer? If we cut back on some budgets, can I have the summer just to be home with our son? And he said, I think we can do it. We make some changes and we can do it. And so that's what I did. And I immediately felt lonely. I missed the camaraderie of girlfriends, a workplace. I didn't know where I fit in. Was I a stay-at-home mom? But I really was on pop, so I still felt like a working mother. I didn't know what to do. And that's when I started just meeting up at a coffee shop and taking a walk, a walk that wasn't focused on fitness and getting it back, a walk that you didn't have to pay for, a walk that was really about getting out, circling your neighborhood, circling your block. And three people showed up. And I was like, three people? that don't know me came out their house to come with me. And then fast forward a year later, 62 moms, we shut down the museum besides the industry. They had us there as a guest. So it happened that fast. And it's gone from blogging to media to paid partnerships. And it really just blows my mind of how I'm able to walk in my purpose and really provide for my family in that case. Did you ever think when you started out that, you would be making money just by being you? Never, never. I thought that I had to be a version of myself. I thought that I could be part of myself at places, but I did not think that being authentically myself 24-7 would afford me a career that lets, that allows me to be a contributing member to financially to my household. Looking back, like there was no plan, right? No. Like, how did you know what to do and how did you know how to make money from this and where was, where was your money going to come from? And, and I mean, how did you know? Because I know there are so many people looking at you right now and listening to this and people ask me this too with bump club, like, okay, so you're you and you're, you're sharing your story, but like, how are you providing for your family? Like, how did you know what to do? This industry is brand new and that has always worked into my advantage. So being a trailblazer in the influencer content creation, community builder, um, that as the struggles that come along with that, but there's, there is a great advantage of being new. So I was able to learn as the market was also learning what this industry was about. My answer to this is my answer to a lot of things, and that's community. I've always been humble enough to ask the woman next to me, how do you do this? And because of the transparency of women around me, that has allowed me to really add value to what I do. So I am not afraid to ask marketing professionals, to ask other influencers, to ask the things, how, what are you charging for this? How do you work with a business plan? What are you going to, and it's that key where, you know, this It's a shift where it's like this passion is a business. So let me get my things in order and really following through with that. My husband has a, uh, his MBA is in entrepreneurship, so he's full of opinions, but and that has helped me out a lot, but I am very clear that this is my business. And while your opinions matter and might make sense on paper, there is an instinct and a gut that is inside me as a founder that really outweighs the outweighs everything else. I take in as much quantifiable information as I can, and then I let that influence my decision as it comes to my business. So when you're talking about brands and, and working with, with various brands and how, how did that come to be? And, you know, I think personally, like, and with you, you are yourself. And I think that is a testament to your success because I don't know any brand that wouldn't want to be associated with you. When I think of 
the most genuine influencers that are out there. I mean, you are top of that list. I mean, literally, like I would say top two, top three. Mm-hmm. You walk the walk, you talk the talk. You don't try to be anything that that you're not. And that, in my opinion, is something that any brand would want to be associated with. So like, how, like what happened when you got like your first brand, your first paid program with a brand? Like walk us through what that was like. So I'll tell you this, Lindsay, I have never pitched and I'm not bragging on this because I need to get better at this, but I've never pitched a brand. So I've never cold pitched a brand. Every partnership that I've done has been organically. They've seen it on my feed and they have reached out to me or a marketing or PR company has reached out to me. My first brand, it was probably very like hold and smile. You know, those pictures, yeah. where people, you know, take out, they hold out the product and smile. And I couldn't believe that people were cutting me a check for this, but it simply And quickly, because people, you know, this word influencer, sometimes we shy away from, but it's really people that have influence over their community. And so people were really asking questions. Once I saw how dynamic the response was, it really ordered my steps with future partnerships. I have said no plenty of times. One, because I tell them they they might be in conversations with influencers that have 100,000, 200,000 followers. I have 12,000, but my my followers, I see at the pickup line, I see at my local coffee shop. So if this doesn't work or there's not integrity, they are going to call me out on it. I am still very touchable, very relatable. So I have to believe in this. I've also said no to partnerships because their values do not align with my personal values. Um, Diversity being a huge thing in many ways. Um, I don't believe in selling moms a dream and taking advantage of our dollars and our time. And so I will simply refer them back to their own social media and tell them right now it does not align. And I am not interested in being a flash in the pan. At this point in my career, I'm only into long-standing relationships. And right now this isn't the right time. That took guts. That took guts to leave money on the table. But what do you, and what was the reaction from the brand when you did that? I have had all type of reactions. Sometimes PR company says, thank you for getting back to us. I've also had brands who have hopped on the phone with me and wanted to have more conversation around this and really asked if I had time to tell them what I think. And some of those partnerships have turned into longstanding multiple campaign projects, but some of them, they don't go further from there and that's okay. But don't you feel too, you just sharing and being insightful and being yourself, like that might not lead to something with that brand right there, but it comes back tenfold, right? Oh, absolutely. It comes back to me in a very tangible way because my inbox stays full, but it also comes back to me because it affirms my values and my beliefs and how that can stay strong in my business. And when I talk to other women that are getting into influencer content creation or want to build their own community, I can draw my own experience and tell them that the other money will come. You don't have to be afraid to be yourself in this business. Matter of fact, it is to me, the only way to true success. Well, I mean, and you are, you have achieved it and you are achieving it and you are continuing to achieve it and to grow. And I, I'm telling you, that is why I asked you to be on that panel the first time. That is why I always say yes. When you ask me to do things and we've been on other panels together, I mean, I, your truth resonates with every mom and with everyone. You don't even have to be a mom to, to, be a part of your truth. And, and it's, I think it's so important, especially in today's day and age. And you and I have talked about this before where you have influencers who, you know, do just kind of take every dollar and every post is to your point that like, you know, easy smile picture. I don't know. I don't, I don't like to follow people like that. No, you have to take inventory really of what you're, you know, consuming. Social media gets a bad rap and I get that. But I think that it has helped me build such strong relationships with other women. So I love to tell that part of the story, you know, when social media can be used for good. But you truly do have to take control over what you are taking in and the product. And if you find yourself 
you know, there's a, there's aspirational influencers. So an aspirational influencer is like, look at me. I am in Vegas for the weekend. We are staying here. And some people have a place for that aspirational. That's not me. Instead, I take that same content and I'm like, here are the 10 things that I had to do before I left home to make sure my house were in order. Here's how I dealt with mommy guilt. This is why self-care is important. So everything I do is more of like a conversation and a mirror. And that has worked really well with for me. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my favorite small business tools, Canva. This tool is like having a design pro in your back pocket. From social media assets to one sheeters and even video files, you can legit make anything on it. I've been using it for years and I don't know what I ever did without it. To get started with Canva, go to partner.canva.com slash dearfoundher today and check out more of my favorite tools on my Instagram at Lindsay Pinchuk. I know that it wasn't necessarily your intention to like become an influencer, you know, obviously, um, but kind of as you have, how has, how has your business changed and how have you adapted to the changes? And especially when you're getting paid for, for various things, how has that impacted your content and what you're putting out and, you know, kind of the world around you? Because obviously that it does influence what, what you're doing. It is. So the business part of it, the back of the house, I really had to get on top of that is all the legal eagle stuff, the stuff that's not pretty, the the, you know, I always call my money, my Mondays, the money chasing Mondays. So I follow up on invoices. I, you know, make through all of because that part has to be right in order for me to be creative and flourish in other aspects. I have been able to have wonderful opportunities taking my family on vacation, extended family on vacation. I've been able to build so many memories with my boys through the opportunities that um that I that I've been able to leverage because of Mama Fresh. But also like I am it's something that feels good and this is anyone can relate this as financials in your house you know, things you can feel a certain way if your partner is earning everything. And, you know, it just it that my husband is so chill about it. There's no power struggles at all. But it did affect my personal almost self-esteem as, you know, as it related to the, our household. And so it is something very prideful that I am able to say that I bring in this. My, this is not a hobby. This is a true business and I um, get to treat it as such. And some of the brands that I've partnered with, you know, still blow my mind that they reached out to me. And this is on uh, Nike. Nike, the, the <laughs> Nike thing was so amazing. The four, I was part of um, part of a five part series, the ultrasound and not only was I part of it, I was part of the first one. Not only was I part of the first one, the opening clip is a quote from me. Blew my mind. There were boxes of Nike. They would send us gear so I could be ready for the photo shoot. When we did the photo shoot, I was able to say, we need, I just for our whole, my whole family had to be there. And so I'm like, we need car service because I can't have my husband trying to figure out a park and everything. It has to have a car seat in the back. My son needs snacks. Like all of these things that are so specific and they're like, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know, so Nike, Target, Bank of America. I mean, brands that you use every day. And I mean, did you ever like, seriously, like, no, schlepping all over this country in your sales role. Could you have ever imagined this? No, that I would be on the Nike app, that I would have PR, that Nike sent me flowers as a thank you to, to, you know, to everything that I've done that, you know, I would, you know, I have other things in, in conversations with Target about like becoming on as they have these incubator products where they're teaching small business to come on and doing a guest lecture for some of these things. Like this is, it blows my mind, but this is my life. And it goes back to one thing. And I'm going to tell you what it goes back to you being you. Yeah. I mean, that's what everyone is subscribing to. And, and I, and that is something that I just, I want to get across mm-hmm. to our listeners because I think so many people think they need to have this grand plan, think they need to, you know, 
be morphed by brands and let brands dictate what they do. And, and you have built this business mm-hmm. genuinely on being yourself. Yes. And being true to your values mm-hmm. and standing up for what you believe in. And that, and, and it's not always easy and it's not always received by everyone. And that's okay. And that's okay if it's not received for everyone because everyone is not going to get what you're doing. I would challenge people if they feel like that they're not truly being themselves, that they are holding back or with withholding parts of themselves to deal with different part of their businesses or their goals. Like, what if? What if you leaned into 100% you for 30 days? What if you really dedicated the time? Because the energy and effort that it takes to withhold, which hat am I wearing today? Which version of myself am I going to show up? That energy can really be spent on building who you are. There are going to be times you show up differently for different situations, but it's a different version of who you are. So the challenge is just to lean into even more of you, just really enhancing who you are and what you get to bring to the table. So you just, you just mentioned, you know, the incubator project with Target and you also earlier in this conversation mentioned helping other content creators and whatnot. So what do you tell these women or women and men? I don't know if there's been any men that you've advised as well, but what do you tell them? when they're getting started? Like, what are these actions that people should be taking? And I, and I want you to answer this not only, um, not only as a content creator, but as a business owner and an entrepreneur, because there's a difference, you know? I mean, there's their content creator world. And to your point, there's, you know, chasing, chasing money Mondays when you're dealing with the legal stuff. And you and I, I remember had a long conversation at one point about the legal stuff. We were texting at like one in the morning. Yes. And I was like, girl, you got to get your legal stuff together. You need to get a contract because that's important. You yes. know, so what do you tell people that are starting out in this world or in the entrepreneurial space? What is your advice to them? Who are you in service to? Who are you here to help? What are you here? Because if the answer is no one, if the answer is I'm just here to make the money, then I'm not the person to talk to you about. But if you're truly can tell me who are who is the community, who's the person, who's the group of people that you want to impact, and that is clear to you, that's going to serve as your rock as you go into these different as you go into these different areas. So once you have that clearly struck out, then you can decide. Does this opportunity align with this group that I'm trying to service? My whole thing is I'm not a content creator that's just out here dealing with brands back and back, back and back. I'm here to serve. And so if you are truly in the serving industry, then that's when, then that's when I can help you. But you have to start how you want to finish. My mom has told me that about so many things, marriage, parenthood, all of these things. But if you want to finish with, polished products. Sometimes you have to, you know, this money flow thing in the industry comes, my checks come net 30, net 60. I don't do net 90 anymore. Thank you. Thank you. But <laughs> as those come, I'm putting a lot of money up forward. So I always have to watch my money flow. And so I have to think about if you're waiting for that big check for you to start taking polished pictures or for you to start doing video or if you, No, then it's not. That's not how this works. You have to start where you are with what you have. There's an Arthur Ashe quote that's very close to that, but it's something that you have to do. Have you had anyone advise you on the business aspect or is it something that you've kind of just learned as you've gone along? I know you said your husband has an MBA in entrepreneurship, but I mean, I know from my own experience, it's it's hard to like gather all of these different facets of the business and and figure it all out at once. So has anyone helped you? Yes, I have a social media mentor, and this is a woman on the East Coast who has a similar um, content creation st- lane, if you will still put us in different topics, but we do it totally different. I can call her at any point, and, and she can help me through negotiations. She can help me. Um, n- I, we never talk about growing followers because that's never my that's never my goal, but I can call her at the drop of a hat. I have other influencer friends who have Simple. I mean, and these are tangible things that they have literally sent me their Excel spreadsheet that they, the format that they use to keep track of their projects as it comes in and how things turn from net 30, net 60, all of those things. And so I call on women and we talk business. 
we talk and this just like any other industry. We talk business and we get down to the nitty gritty. That's how I found my attorney. That's how I have a contract attorney who looks over. And my contract attorney is different than my trademark attorney. That's different. You know, so I've put together my own little team and that's through community. And I love that you share this because I think that there are so many founders, entrepreneurs, women out there who would never even imagine the things that you're saying because it's it's competition. And I, I, I mean, I know, I, like, I feel very much that, you know, there's enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I love that you're bringing this up because I think too many people shy away from the fact that we, it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Okay to ask people in your industry for help. And it's okay even to ask your competitors for help because Absolutely. And sometimes it doesn't. What has worked for me is because we are all in this. We all have so much to do throughout the day. So I never do. Hey, can I have 15 minutes to pick your brain? I'm very precise in what I need. I this is the issue that I am. I need help talking through in this project that I'm trying to solve. Do you have any experience in this and what has worked for you before? Very specific with what I'm doing. I love your style of pictures and your editing. Do you have a particular photographer or group photographers that you that you work with or maybe that you can recommend because I'm looking to add more to my work? Very specific questions. And when you have specific questions out there, people um, really are more than happy to answer. The same photographer can shoot me and five other content creators, but because of our own style and because I'm so confident in my own style, I know that it won't, it, it won't look the same. I've done really as far as talking to a brand and I say, this is not a right fit for me. I'm not the girl you're looking for. This is a little, it wouldn't be authentic to my brand. However, I know a mom in Atlanta. And if you're open to this, I can give you her information and I will see that campaign show up on her feed. And I'm like, I knew this would be an amazing fit for you. And it, that's just how it works out. That is what makes you, you and so special because not everyone feels the way that you feel. And, and I mean, you know, from talking to me for 10 years now, eight years now, I, I feel this way. And I, and I like, I am hearing what you are saying and it is so important that the audience listening is hearing what you are saying too, because I, I mean, I refer people on a daily basis yes, to other people. And I, and I, and back to what we were saying before, you know, that's the, that's what makes the world go round and that's mm-hmm. what makes your world go round. And that's what makes you successful, right? Yeah. You have to know, and I'm, you have to, if you don't hear anything else, you know, that there is enough in this world. There's enough, there's enough for me. There's enough for you. And so once you think of this in this like abundance thing, that there's enough to go around, you want the right thing for you and you want the right thing for that person. If you're in a very tangible place in life, think about your reputation and think about how the the regard that other people are going to hold you in once they hear how great that that recommend that you referred them to someone else. You're going to be someone that people can count on. And for the type of person I am, I take a lot of pride in that. And you should. But I want to switch gears and ask you, one of the things I love about you is you don't put out there that you're like this perfect mom. And you are so real about motherhood. And, you know, that resonates with me is that something that I shared for many years and I, I continue to share my journey of motherhood, but how do you, how do you, how do you do it? How do you, I mean, you like let us into your world as a mom. And mm-hmm. I know that being a mom is hard enough and then yeah. creating content about that like, like is banana, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's like a whole other level. So like, how do you do this? I know that I think of the mom that might be scrolling at two in the morning and thinking that she's by herself and everything I share every, when I lean in and I'm so transparent that it even makes some of my family members uncomfortable. I do that because I don't want any family to feel like that they're alone, that they're the only person experiencing this. So I share in that spirit. I share the good, I share, and this is something I've become very aware recently. Because I don't want to be part of the trope of like, motherhood is hard. It is hard. And I feel like we've become more comfortable sharing those hardships because it lets people know that 
you know, you're not alone. But I also share the joy, the joy, the beauty, the fun that comes along with motherhood. And I think that sometimes we're hesitant to share that because we don't want to make other women feel a certain way or we don't want to feel like we're on a pedestal. But it is important to share the joy. Think about if motherhood was a brand and all you saw was us crying. And as us, you know, it's important to share those times too that like I shared that, I get to pick my son up every day from school. That's something my parents couldn't do. My mom worked till six. My daddy had two jobs. It just, we, I was bust out of my neighborhood. It just, but the joy and the pride that I get, that I know his teacher by name, that I know his friends by name, that was a level of success for me. And so it's important to share those moments too. So people can really know that there's pockets of joy all throughout their day once they slow down to see it. 100%. I mean, that's why I made the decision that I recently made to, you know, to exit the brand that I created because to your point, I wanted to be there to pick up my children every day. And when I started Bump Club, that was with that in mind. And as it got bigger and, and, and I sold it and I was all of a sudden, I found myself working for a corporation again and I wasn't able to find the joy yeah. in what I was preaching on a daily basis. And, you know, now, I mean, to your point, like, I feel like I've found the success again because I'm like there for my children and I'm, I know their kids, their teachers and their friends and you know, I come back and work after for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm at the park. I'm on, I'm this, I'm this at cheese on the playground for an hour afterwards. I'm, I have the Wi-Fi. I'm doing work. I have my AirPods in. So I'm recording reels. I'm doing that part too. But I think that what I've really admired about your transition is how vocal you've been throughout it because it lets entrepreneurs know that this is always a changing thing. It's an ebb and flow. It's up and down. So your goal, maybe your goal was to make, you know, your former, your former company represented in multiple cities that happened. And maybe then a goal is to sell it. And then that happens. And then your goal now is to find again, the joy and, you know, your day-to-day passion and work. And then that happens again. The goals are always changing. And once you stay open enough to be fluid within those, then you can always make your work match those goals and change as well. I admire that so much. Oh, thank you so much. But you do that too, Jenny. I mean, like you do this, like it's, you know, and I know I want to bring up the fact that you have, and I want you to tell me, because I actually haven't even talked to you about this. Tell us, the listeners, me, tell me about this Talk to Mama series, because- you're changing too. And you're going to see this happen as your kids get older. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you're not always going to, you're always going to be mama fresh. Okay. You'll always be mama fresh, but you're not going to always be mama fresh with two little kids. No, you're going to grow up. And so, and you're, you're going to change. Like you're going to, you're going to change what you're putting out there. Didn't you feel like, so when I had my baby boy, I was like, ah, my street cred is back. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have like, cause sometimes as my big boy grew up, I felt like you kind of get out of touch of what that new, that new, new mom needs. And throughout with your former company, you had these ambassadors, which I all remember like, oh, this is so smart because you have this group of women who are in different levels, uh, different places in motherhood. You know, this is, um, as I had my sex, I'm like, okay, I'm back in it. I'm back in it, but I won't always be in this place. Talk to mama is something I've wanted to do for a while, but I just did not have the bandwidth. Now my youngest is almost one. So we're moving along. My bandwidth is growing. And so this is a series that's creating community virtually. We are, um, this, this group of parents, I'll just be honest. They've been They've been dealt a hard hand, Lindsay. To, um, it really has been tough because having a, and I had a baby in the middle of the pandemic, but it was my second. So I was able to draw from the experience of my, of my first, but some of them are really feeling alone. You're they, talking about new parents, new parents, new parents. And so it's the idea of talking to experts and talking to other experienced mamas that so we can really kind of work through some of those things that are going on through parenthood, not just the brand stuff, not just 
the the equipment that you need, but also the social emotional part that's going. We're talking about our kids and so much of their social emotional, but we have to talk about that for parents as well. I was speaking to a parent and she was worried about um, her two-year-old's speech. And she's like, I can understand them fine. You know this. I can understand them fine. But at school, they're saying that they can't understand it. And I'm like, I get it. They can't. You know, I went through the same thing with my three-year-old. And of course, luckily we had the resources. I was able to get him in therapy. But there was an emotional part that nobody prepared me for. I felt like I failed him. Like, how did I not know that he was only speaking at 85%? Like, let's really, how could I know that? Is it something that I'm doing wrong? Is it something that her, that's hereditary because my husband has always had ear issues and had tubes? Is it something I should have pointed out? There was an emotional part of it that no one addressed. And it was a guilt that part of it that wasn't on black and white. Talk to Mom is a series that, that, that um, pairs the expert advice of the black and white and that gray area in between. So we can really talk about the issues and the day by day if that goes through parenthood, but also the social emotional part of parents that comes along through parenting. And how are you sharing this series? Is it going to be on Instagram? Is it going to be on Zoom? Is it something you sign up for? So to start it off, it's going to be on Instagram. I feel like the Instagram live is a really good place for me to start right now. I um, And it might grow from there once I see the interest. Topics that people, and I'm taking my topics from really my DMs, from things that people constantly talk to me about. And so that's where we'll start off. It's really very, and you know this, the more successful that you become in a certain area, you realize that you don't have to have all the answers. So me two years ago would have written out 22 topics, 20, the top 20 topics. And it's like, no, I need five. I need to start with those. And then I am going to talk to the people that I'm actually serving and have them lead us into where we go next. Luckily, I can tap into so many different experts and get them and they'll take the time out for us, but let them lead. So it's that ability to stay fluid on what we need next. But I'm really excited to talk to, for talk to mama. Well, I want, and I just want, I want to go back really quickly to kind of how this came about, because I think I want people to tune in to talk to mama. Mm -hmm. And I also want people to know where it came from, which is really the the heart of this. Mm -hmm. Talk to mama came from your own experiences. Talk to mama came from you listening to your community. Talk to mama is an extension of what you're doing now. And there will be many more of those later. Yes, this is, I mean, to your point, you know, I started out in my neighborhood. I was really serving the the families that I would see daily. Five years later, my reach has stretched quite a bit. And so I have to figure out how can I serve in other cities? How can I, in the current world that we live in, doing what I'm comfortable with as far as gathering together. And um, so this series really is me, like, what are my next steps? And then I had to ask myself, what do people need? What do people need? And so I created this around my community and what they needed. And this also goes back to what I said in the beginning, which is you are not just mama fresh shy. You are just mama fresh. I it's, mean, you're the second person to say that to me this weekend. It's so funny. Someone else saw me and they're like, mama fresh. And they're like, I can't even call you that anymore. She was like, cause my friends in DC, like love mama fresh and my friends in Atlanta. And I was like, it's so it's, you know, the Nike thing was a huge part that um, opened me up. But also just, even when I look at the analytics, I go through like an analytic audit, like once a month. And once I look at the analytics to see the cities that we're growing in, and also the amount of men that are looking at my content is amazing. But at first I was strictly moms and now I'm serving families. So dads and moms that need this, women that are entrepreneurs and finding their own place in business. Then I have this one group that just blows my socks off. And they're these young professional I call them the hot girls. These women who are so more pulled together than I've ever been in my life. They're like living these luxurious lives. And because they see my journey, they don't feel a panic in motherhood that they would have felt before. And doesn't that make you feel so good to bring that to someone? I mean, 
It blows my mind. They are like at these, they're on a yacht here. They're, and they really, my, seeing my life and how transparent I am gives them a comfort. We're back to that deep breath. Oh, it gives them a comfort because it lets them know on their own time. They're 31 and the outside world's pressuring them. And I'm like, I didn't even know my husband at 31. You know, like, calm down. Like, and someone told me recently, oh, I wish you would have did Mama Fresh like 10 years ago when I need. And I was like, girl, I was still dancing on couches in bottle service. Like I was still <laughs> at the club. Ten years ago. So it's like, if this was my, you know, me only saying more and more about my journey, let, let people know that I can take a breath. It all works out. She's 40. I had my second one when I was 40. She's 40. She's now almost 41. And she's living this life. And it's all, I have time for all of this, all of these things to happen. I'm so proud of you. I mean, like watching your, I mean, and I can say this, I have watched your whole journey. And, you know, I, I mean, I knew you as a customer of mine first mm-hmm. and, you know, then as a colleague of mine and, you know, now a mentor. I mean, I look to you and I'm like, you are just rocking it in, in a way that I am just, I am so proud of how far you've come. And I know that like, I, this goes back to what I said in the beginning, like you're going to have your own show. I'm confident of this. And I told you, I want to be one of your first guests that I told you this five years ago, because you are, you are just magnetic. You are magnetic. It's so, and you know, you have to, I think also too, sometimes with like receiving these, I always say like, I receive this because I am so thankful that, that people feel so confident to speak this over me and I receive it. And then what separates, you know, the founders from the other is that if this is a goal of mine, how can I get back on TV? What am I going to do? So it's believing in your purpose, but it's also working and walking in your purpose. You know, yesterday I was at church and a woman was like, I miss seeing you on TV. And I said, I miss being on your TV. And she said, but I already know you're going to get your own show. And I'm going to tell everybody, you know, I already told everybody that you go to my church and I can't wait to tell more people. And I said, oh, I can't wait for that either, you know, but it's like, how is, if this is my purpose is to share my experience and more about the journey of parenthood, then Yes, it will happen. I know it will happen. Absolutely. And on, and on that note, I want to ask you one more question. And I want to know from you as we wrap up, what is the biggest surprise throughout all of this? The biggest surprise is the effect that I've been able to have on families. That there are, that there are families and babies that I held when they were young, um, moms that I've walked with on the lake that those the impact that we've been able to have that have kept them from maybe postpartum depression or helped them work through their postpartum anxiety and then also the sprouts of my seeds we're five and we're five years into it and I'm able to see a woman who came to one of my meetups and you know, she, some things that I was doing fit, but she was a little bit more earthy and, you know, like, you know, she's like, you know, make all your own baby food from the food in your garden. I'm like, or you could just use this promo code and get 20% off, <laughs> you know, so some things fit, some things did it. And so she started her own. And so she has this like little village and they had a meetup at a pumpkin patch over. And that's inspired by the feeling that she had when she would come to mind. And I've seen that probably seven times in the last month and the impact that you know it sprouts out that I'm just one little part of it I it really just warms my heart and I it's unbelievable to me the amount of change that I've been able to put out in the world by just showing up as myself Jenny I I love this I adore you I am honored that you were here talking to me today about this. I, and I hope you'll come back again. I do. Yes. Um, because I, everyone needs a little Jenny LaFleur in their day every day. And that is why I want to tell our audience to please follow Jenny on Ma, at Mama Fresh Shy. We're going to link this all in the show notes. Um, but I will tell you, I've been following Jenny forever. And even now, I'm not a mom with little kids. I don't have little kids anymore. Jenny speaks to me in a way that m- most people on Instagram do not. 
And um, I, I will tell you, you will get a lot out of your engagement with her, even if it's just watching her stories or watching her feed. Um, and if you know any young moms, you're going to want to tune in to talk to mama and, and so yeah. about tune in to mama fresh eye for talk to mama, because that will be um, definitely on your Instagram ongoing. And as a new mom, like I know that you need that. And so I, I thank you for bringing that because it's so important. It's so important to the young mom community, especially now as they're stuck kind of in their house more than ever and behind screens more than ever. And having that sense of belonging is really important. I completely agree. Everything I've, everything, every success that I've found has been through community. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. I love this. Wouldn't you agree that everyone needs a little Jenny LaFleur in their life every single day? Jenny's knowledge and wisdom is unmatched. There were so many amazing sound bites and takeaways in today's episode. Some of them include, number one, mentorship is important. You need to have your people in place. Call on other women and talk business. Get down to the nitty gritty. Number two, use your community to put together your own little team. Use the people around you. This is how you can find your attorney, your accountant, photographers, and all the other people that you can count on to make your business a success. Number three, when you ask for help, be precise in what you need. Be very specific in your ask. Don't say, can I pick your brain? Instead ask, I like your style of pictures. Who's your photographer? And would you mind passing along their contact to me? When you ask specific questions, people are more than happy to answer. Number four, talk to the people you're actually serving when creating your content. Have them lead you into where you're going to go next. Number five, when you grow and your reach extends, you need to figure out how you can serve the new audiences, geographically and beyond. When developing something new, ask yourself, what are the next steps and what do people need? Number six, and most important, take a breath. It'll all work out. I told you that you would love Jenny. Remember when I told you at the top of the episode that she needed her own talk show and I wanted to be on it? Well, Jenny actually asked me who was going to interview me so that I can share with you my own entrepreneurial journey. And my answer was simple, Jenny LaFleur. She's really one of the only interviewers that I would ever trust with my story. She's one of the best that I know. And I'm so excited to share a special episode with you next week as Jenny recently interviewed me about how I founded, grew, nurtured, and then sold my own business in the parenting space. I do hope that you'll tune in. I cannot thank you enough for being here and for joining us on today's episode of Dear Founder. Make sure that you follow at Lindsay Pinchuk and at Dear Founder on Instagram and join the Dear Founder Facebook community for more discussions to help propel your success. You can also go to lindsaypinchuk.com slash freebie to download some of my tips, tools, and resources for starting a business and for managing the social media beast. We have some amazing guests coming up, so please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen. If you know someone who wants to start their own business like Jenny or who started their own business or who has an idea, please text them this episode or post it in your Instagram. Tag me and I'll reshare some of those to say thank you. I'll be back next week with a special episode of Dear Founder as Jenny LaFleur flips the tables on me and we share my own entrepreneurial founder journey. Have an amazing week.